Hey folks, quick disclaimer about Greasy Says, my new show about being a game developer for 15 years who's brown. Okay, Greasy Says contains explicit language, adult situations, and viewer discretion is strongly advised. Right, Greasy Says is supposed to be a comedic take on what it's like to be in the gaming industry from my perspective, but I'm not out here trying to make people feel uncomfortable just for the sake of it. So, to sum it up, I have a potty mouth. Don't let your kids listen to this shit. And kings and queens above 18 only. Let's try that. All right. Lay is. Haha, let's get this party started. Crazy says. What up, greasy people? It's me, Greasy from Greasy Says. Here after 700 years, I have returned. I have been born again, Christian and pure. <laughs> What's up? Uh, if you can't tell, I'm sick because I'm always sick. This is not a new thing on the podcast. Me being sick is not a new thing. It just means I have a cool voice every now and again. I have this nonchalant, aloof raspy cigarette smoking the the voice i used to have when i smoke cigarettes i do i do miss cigarettes listen if you're a kid Uh-oh. and you're listening to this even if you're an adult an impressionable adult oh boy and you're listening to this mm-hmm. i'll do it cigarettes are bad okay okay it's been scientifically proven yes that they're bad for your health thank god I would say that a lot of things are bad for your health, including things that we haven't diagnosed yet, like social media, stuff like that. If you want to know how I feel about social media, just go listen to any other podcast uh, that that I've done, um, and I'm sure it'll be very clear. Um, but what's my point? My point is cigarettes are... I really miss cigarettes. Like, I... I do and I don't. I miss when I walk by someone who's smoking cigarettes, the smell of a freshly lit cigarette. It's unlike, it triggers this thing in my brain. Even though I haven't smoked in a, in a minute, years at this point, I feel like. Uh, it triggers something in my brain. It's like smelling fucking cinnamon uh, donuts or freshly baked bread. I'm just like, I want that right now. I can't even help myself. I know what's going on and I can't help myself. And I used to just succumb to that every now and again. Like I would be, all right, I'm done smoking. I don't want to smoke cigarettes anymore. They make me feel like shit after I smoke them. I fucking, I can't breathe. I go for a, a, a you know, I'm doing something athletic. I'm about to fucking pass out because I can't fucking breathe. Um, I can't even spit like I used to. I can't talk. And I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, cigarettes are bad. And I know I'm going to feel like shit, but I would have, uh, you know, if I saw someone smoking, I'd be like, yo, let me get a hit or let me get one. And I'd start smoking it. And those first two puffs would be bliss, pure bliss. It sounds like I'm talking about heroin or something, right? Pure bliss, man. Those first two hits. And then after that, just all downhill and fast 
it's it just sucks you start feeling like shit you feel kind of congested you, 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 your clothes stink your breath stink you know what i mean and, and then you're like why am i doing this to myself you know but i do i'm not gonna lie to you i do miss cigarettes sometimes even though i don't want to do them anymore anyway this is greasy says uh this is a podcast about me i'm a video game developer i've been doing it for like 16 17 years now i'm starting to lose track i'm just gonna i'm just gonna make up numbers at one point uh lot's been going on i haven't been updating the podcast recently because of how much shit is going on uh it's all exciting it's all really cool i released did i even talk about this the thing i've been working on for a while is out that's really cool um side projects are you know some are dwindling some are changing you know i mean i'm picking up some new hobbies i'll talk about that i want to update true believers like the the real greasy motherfuckers who have been here since the beginning and are still listening now i want to do an update on the solar situation the solar situation sunshine situation solar situation for you and me situation dog way back in maybe season one i was talking about season one of greasy says go back and listen to that shit i don't know which episode it is look in the description it's probably written there y'all don't like to read well that's not my fucking problem okay but i got solar panels a while back maybe what like three years ago four years ago something like that And I've had them. I talked about them. I was psyched to get them. And I wondered to myself uh, if I would, if it would be like a benefit to our lives uh, and to our pocketbooks. I gotta tell you, four years in, it's pretty cool. Now, do I still need to pull from the grid? Absolutely. Can I buy a fucking Tesla battery or one of them? name of that company whatever the other manufacturers of batteries hell no dog them things crazy expensive and where i'm at now they have all this crazy uh obviously for safety but regulations you gotta build if you're gonna get a battery or power wall you need to like build the shit in a fireproof room and you gotta have like uh what is it like a whole separate room for this battery you can't just slap the shit on in the basement you gotta have a whole room for it and it has to be it has to have its own uh fire detectors smoke detectors that are in there and they're wired to the rest of the house because sadly and this is only gonna hurt the the electric movement or whatever you want to call it is like them motherfuckers sometimes catch on fire and you it's not a regular fire it's like sparks flying out of the shit it's safely like you know burns down like a room in your house or whatever and discharges but like yeah think batteries are blowing up sometimes not cool not good um but anyway i I can't i'm not getting a fucking battery anytime soon so the grid is my battery so that means i still have to pull from the grid in winter time it's like they're 
they're almost pointless. You might get a day where you like offset your use for the day. But in winter and like summer, fall, you just forget it. You know what I mean? They're, you're paying your regular ass electric bill. But come the spring and summer, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just getting money from the from the thing, from the, you know, national grid or whatever you're connected to, ever source or whatever your thing is, whatever your provider of electricity is. I'm just getting checks from the motherfuckers, man. I love it. I, it. Like, it's not a lot. You know what I mean? You get a check and you're like, it's this is nothing. But the investment I made however many years ago is worth that to me. Like, just to get money from the power company is hilarious to me. It makes every month a little bit brighter when I get that fucking check. I'm just like, ha, I don't y'all paying me. I don't want to pay y'all motherfuckers. This is hilarious. One of the best things. One of those intangibles. I, like those checks will never make back the investment that I put down for these fucking things. But in my soul, it just feels right. All right. So I love my, I love my solar panels. They're great. They're great. But then I turned around and got an EV, like an old ass EV. And uh, I plug that shit in and it's like it negates a whole day sometimes. Luckily, I don't have to plug it in often. Yeah, that's a that's another draw right there. You know what I mean? I might have to upgrade this shit in the future. Who knows? Stay tuned. Um, but if you think if you're on the fence about solar and you live if you live somewhere that's not like where I live and you have sun twenty four fucking seven and you know what I mean, like you should just do it. You should just do it. Shit is pretty sick. What you play? What you play? What you play? What you play? What you playing? Since I've been away from the podcast for a while, I really don't actually remember uh, what I've been playing. So I'm going to try to, I don't have anything like listed about what I've, uh, what I've been playing. I got to like think real quick. Oh, oh, my amazing, beautiful, fantastic, thoughtful, sexy wife uh, got me. Super Mario Wonder. And how wondrous it is. I mean, Mario, Nintendo and Mario, is basically like they, they managed to bottle up childhood feelings and put it in a, in a cartridge and sell it to people. It's so whimsical. It's so fun. It's so lightweight. It's so free. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's not about the end of the world. There are no zombies in it. At least I haven't found any zombies. Yeah, it's a Mario game. Yes, Mario game. Uh, have I played a lot of it? No, but every moment that I play, I'm just sitting there like... <laughs> it makes me feel happy. It's Super Mario Wonder makes me feel happy. And that's one hell of a review, in my opinion. Uh, what else have I been playing? <clears throat> oh, I've been hooked. Absolutely hooked. <laughs> Speaking of zombies. Uh, complete opposite spectrum of Super Mario Wonder. Um, they are billions. Maybe I talked about this already? I don't know. Uh, it's kind of like, imagine StarCraft, but with zombies, pretty much. Um, 
it, and can be incredibly brutal. So the brutality of this game is these missions that you're on, they take like, some of them take at least an hour to play. And that's you building your base and fortifying and building an army and taking out stragglers. And then every now and again, a horde will just blast your fucking base. And it can take an hour's worth of work and just reduce it to nothing. Like you'll just, your whole civilization will just wipe. And yeah, it's brutal with the difficulty when it lays it on you. But I just keep going back for more. And obviously I'm not the only one because they have a, t- a little counter in the front, uh, front end of the game where it's like 17 trillion zombies have been killed. That's such a cool stat that they put that in the game. Have I talked? I feel like I've talked about this already. Have I just talked about it to someone else and I just don't remember? <sighs> Time is an illusion. It really is. All right, so there's this phenomenon going on right now. I mean, it's been going on for a while, right? Uh, I'm a big fan of hip-hop. I love hip-hop. Um, I mean, I'm an old-school hip-hop head at this point. You know what I mean? My shit was 90s hip-hop, the era of Wu-Tang, the era of, uh, you know, Black Moon, the era of Mob Deep. The era of East Coast, West Coast beef. Them eras, you know. Um, and I've been following hip-hop through the years. Uh, I don't follow it like I used to. Uh, I don't know a lot of the young guns. Uh, especially the, the unknown young guns. I mean, I know who pop, who's pop, basically. But I might not be as plugged in as I used to be. Um, but, you know, I'm a big fan. And I don't know if any of y'all check them out yet. But Coast Contra... They're this uh, four-man hip-hop group out of Philly and phenomenal MCs like wordsmiths. You know what I mean? Like going back to the essence where hip-hop was about lyrics, not just about mumble shit. Say what you want about mumble shit. It has its place, blah, blah, blah. But the lyricism is not really the same. Straight up and down. It's just not. Uh, It don't matter where you come from. Lyrics is lyrics. But some of these, you know... Young Guns or some of the pop rappers They really say shit You know what I mean it's Because it's not about saying shit It's about clout and You know uh, Generating views and Insights and all that kind of shit You know what I mean It's about drama It's about being a A, a, a reality star Instead of about being a lyricist Anyway the point is um, I don't know if this This trend originated in, I think I'm, I'm gonna say it probably originated on Instagram in the Instagram era, uh, and it's definitely prevalent and taken over in the TikTok era, where um, rappers will release content, video content of a song, and they'll put subtitles in the video so you can understand what they're saying. Because sometimes rappers spit really quick Or you might not be able to pick up So now you could follow along Or you got subtitles Which is cool um, It's kind of like having those, you know, album notes Those uh, those lyrics on the album That you used to be able to read Back when it was tapes and records and shit And CDs 
that's fine but they take it one step further and now particularly dope lyricists will include in in the subtitles sort of break down to you the wordplay that they're using um so like for example if i was i was saying i like in this coast contra song that i was listening to recently he's talking about how hip-hop is dead and he starts or hip-hop is dying and he starts you know using a lot of metaphor about how hip-hop is sick and it's in a hospital bed and it's taking medicine and you know it needs a drip and then he says he says something about four but the roman numeral for four is iv so he puts that in the subtitles of instead of four he puts iv to show you like okay when i said four i meant roman numeral four the metaphor is iv health hip-hop is dying iv is like what you do to to bring someone back to life to infuse them with fluids precious bodily fluids and um it's a dope line and it's a dope metaphor and there's a ton of those kind of metaphors in the song and it just got me thinking of like when i was young how we didn't have that right when i was a young younger hip-hop enthusiast i would have to sit there and listen to these tracks basically transcribe that shit in my brain and then like a math class or like a like a like a a dissertation i have to dissect this person's verse and figure out what the the metaphors are and figure out the cleverness and it's like a detective game it was fun to kind of decipher these rhymes and be like oh shit that's what they meant or like you you know you listen to the track three four times in a row you miss a line and then you in the bath you in the shower you know what i mean and you you reciting these words and then you're like yo i just put this this and this together and this is what this motherfucker mean this is crazy so you had to do the math yourself on these bars you had to decipher these bars and true heads heads who was really listening fans would decipher these bars and then share them with other fans and other fans would be like what the fuck i never even knew that's what he was saying I, i've been schooled like that a million times through word of mouth or through reading it online but now they're giving you they spoon feeding you the metaphor they're laying it right there in front of you for you to see you don't have to do the work of deciphering the line you don't have to to take apart the structure of the verse and see what they're doing with it I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. Personally, I think it's kind of lazy, but we in a we in a generation now where that's that's the norm. You know what I mean? People need that quick and easy, and this is a quick and easy way to decipher a dope bar. You wrote the bar, you know it's dope. You're going to expose everything that's dope about the bar because you only got somebody's attention for like 30 seconds. I get that. But is that like is that a commentary on how dumb we're getting we're even like hip-hop heads can't even like they don't even they're so lazy that they don't even take the time to decipher the bars anymore and really drink the bars in and internalize the bars and then decipher the bars now it's just like boop 
we did it for you aren't we clever i don't know it feel lazy on everybody's uh part it feel lazy on the rapper's part because it's like you don't trust your audience to grasp your shit which is true most of your audience is dumb dumb as fuck most of your audience can't even read the subtitles fast enough let's be real motherfuckers can't watch foreign movies because they don't like to read and they can't focus on the action because they gotta read motherfuckers are stupid some motherfuckers can't even spell and read so they stuck they fucking stuck but it just made me like realize like man is that like a a a kind of a death in hip-hop where like the death of a hip-hop fan the death of a of a hip-hop appreciation where we're spoon-fed the metaphor and we don't even have to decipher this shit anymore i mean ai is writing your term paper for you ai is writing your your acceptance letter your ai is writing your shit ai might be writing your fucking cover letter for you so why not you know essentially it's like an ai move let 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 the metaphor be deciphered for you so you don't have to we getting lazier and lazier or is it just efficiency i don't know you tell me greasy says at gmail.com on all the socials blah blah fucking blah all right let's get the fuck out of here thank you for listening to another episode of greasy says thank you for sticking around through these these uh uncertain times when you never know when you're gonna get a podcast uh i appreciate all of you who are still out there i appreciate all the new listeners i appreciate people hitting me up and being like yo i'm still listening to greasy says i love this shit i was talking to my cuz my brother my blood the other day uh and he was telling me yeah man i like i like listening to it just to find out what's going on in your life i was like what this is the daily update show that's crazy anyway thanks for coming out tell everybody tell all your friends about greasy says spread the word make more greasiness spread across the globe uh check me out on social media uh that's greasy says on tiktok instagram and facebook um yeah 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 do that do all that shit greasy people thank you for coming out remember to like subscribe comment give me feedback tell me to go fuck myself and until next time it's me the greasy 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 yes greasy yes so greasy and i'm checking out with the rookie latest